Chubstep. Creating the all of Steed. Chub. Step. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you the king of the jungle. Hover around takes me where I want to go. Where will it send me? Piece of art with history and scorpions. You know no, that, right? no, 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 no. This is. You sure the one by your thumb there isn't a scorpion? No, that is my thumb. That is one big pile of shit. Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. And the show started. Hello, welcome. And take a seat. Close your eyes. Hopefully, if you're driving, and just go off into the void. That's right. Whatever we'll guide happens, you. Happens. We'll guide you on your drive here. You do not need to see this. Uh, there'll be a spiritual journey. Uh, yeah, spiritual journey. Full attention to us, and let us guide you into the afterlife. Yeah, yes. you're gonna crash. See, I'm gonna tell you this. Uh, speaking of kind of like realities and, and alternate universes, I'm gonna tell you this call that I got from my mom yesterday morning. I'm going to put on my Arizona Cardinals glasses here as I'm yeah, doing I this. Yeah, I forgot to. I had my normal glasses. People are going to think I'm a nerd. You got to yeah, blur my face. People watch on YouTube. We're wearing our Arizona Cardinals matching glasses. So she says, I just did a total mom move here. I just spent uh, the past three hours watching um, the Bills Chiefs game. And I got so excited. I, I wanted to call Paul, but I didn't have his number. So I called L, my sister. And uh, she said that game's not till later today. Oh my gosh! She, she was so excited because the Bills won by three. She did not realize, but she was watching an NFL on uh, the oh. NFL channel. She spent she watched the entire game. Fall. Oh no! Of the game that happened on December tenth. So she was so excited to to cheer with you that the Bills won by three points. Uh, yeah, and I would have been she, pretty pissed if I got then, that call. And then she felt so stupid. <laughs> she said, <laughs> "After three hours." Uh, but uh, it was a game that happened on December 10th, not the game that happened on January 21st. Well, you know what? I'm glad that she didn't uh, call me. Yeah, but for a little bit, Steve, she shared an excitement. that She the, shared in the, the joy Bills. of a Bills fan. She exactly. She's probably a Bills fan for life now. Most people have heard the story if they've been listening to the show for a long time, but it, it reminds me of, it's just a less extreme version of this, but we had a neighbor of mine that, um, this is a classic Chubstep story, a neighbor of mine that, watched uh, a couple seasons of shameless because our neighbor our other neighbors were saying how good it was and then he realized at a certain point after they were saying you know talking about certain characters and like i don't remember the character he's not like that or he's not like that that he was watching the british version of shameless oh my god that he had watched a few seasons of and not and not the uh, american version so That's similar cool. but not the same show turns out yep like uh, my bonehead move of the week where i watched the last episode of the first season of that Game of Thrones show. Yes, yes, the House of Dragons one. So, yeah, unfortunately for the Bills, the season ended. Uh, but for a little bit, it, it um, they had won in my mom's mind in, in an alternate yeah. reality. Yeah, so they did lose um, pretty heartbreaking stuff for me. I drank a lot of whiskey and it, it didn't help last night. Yeah, that's weird that the drinking doesn't help. <laughs> yeah, it, it just made me more sad. People but don't talk it, about that. <laughs> but it was making me mad because I was like, ah, I was drinking whiskey all game because I was so nervy. And yeah. I there was a point in the fourth quarter 
I don't know if any sports fans do this, where I felt myself getting excited that the Bills are going to win. Mm. And I was like, you can't handle this, Paul. Stop getting excited. So I, I cut myself <laughs> off. Okay. Like in the fourth quarter, like yeah. early in the fourth quarter, I was like, don't let yourself get excited because I know it's just going to make me even more sad. Yes. So I like didn't, you know, I felt the joy coming of Josh Allen, like doing some cool passes and stuff. Yeah. And I was like, don't do, don't do it, man. Yeah. But it hurts. And it's I thought tough, I would, yeah. I would slander Taylor Swift um, in this episode. I have steed even uh, as a joking thing from slandering Taylor Swift. I've known that upsets some true Swifties. Uh, well, I'm going to do it. We're going to do Taylor Swift conspiracy theories, and I'm going to, I'm going to prove them to be true. Okay, but what are your what are your theories here? Okay. Um. All right, Jared. Did you know that uh, Taylor Swift is a reincarnated leader of a satanic cult? <laughs> That's the first time I've heard that. Oh, so what, really? What's the evidence behind that? Uh, look up the name Zena Shrek. Is Zena spelled X-E-N-A? No, it's spelled Z-E-E-N-A Shrek. And she was the high priestess of the Church of Satan for five years. Wait, Zena Shrek's still alive. Look her up. I, I'm... Okay. How, how much does she look like Taylor Swift? Uh... Okay, I'm seeing one picture here that looks like it actually just is Taylor Swift, but uh, yeah, exactly. Okay, I'm seeing. I, I, I can see some similarities. Sure. A lot well, of I'll pull it up. I'll pull it up on people on YouTube here. Yeah. So you're seeing a lot of. I mean, the cheekbones, the eyes, the eyebrows, all exactly the same. Only reason you see a difference is because it is. Uh... Okay. Once. Yeah, so this one, I think this literally just might be Taylor Swift. I don't know if that's actually her, but this is her more modern. Okay. Yeah, that's Taylor Swift. Oh, wait, okay. no, it's the leader of a satanic cult. Okay. Zena, and Zena, Zena, did she change the name? Was she Zena LeVay at one point? Uh, probably. Okay. Uh, LeVay was the uh, another, he's like one of the founders. Or oh, this is what you're talking about here. This is your side by side. That's the same girl. This, this is from YouTube or from uh, Yahoo News. Here's why the theory that Taylor Swift is a satanist clone absolutely checks out. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So that is uh, one. So I'm okay with that person. Yeah. Like me, you know, you do you. Do some sweet ass devil music. Whatever. This one, this next one really pisses me off. Okay. She only carries empty purses. <laughs> okay. How do you know, know. that? <laughs> uh well it's all in the technique. Um Okay. It she does it so effortlessly uh when she's carrying these handbags and it must mean they're empty. Okay. okay. If it contained a bunch of heavy items then the purse is draped over her arm, it would be like weighing her arm down. So is it possible? Is it possible she has very strong uh forearms? It's, it's, it is not possible. Okay. Look at those things. I, I found an E! News article from 2016 all the times that Taylor Swift has carried an empty purse. Exactly. Okay. Every time. She only carries empty purses. No gum to give out to kids. No candy. Sure. No iPods. So, I mean, do it with it what you will. But to me, uh, you got to shut it down. So, uh, ideally, she'd have an iPod in there. 
an iPod She'd shuffle have something or something. Why have the purse if there's nothing in it? Satan. <laughs> okay. All right. Carrying the devil's notes. <laughs> no, I mean notes of something though. The notes of something. Uh, yeah, okay. You were saying so, something. Okay. Jay, did you know that Taylor Swift has no belly button? Hmm. Why do you think she wears high-waisted shorts so often? Okay. Uh, in case Taylor Taylor once famously told, I don't like showing my belly button. Yeah, because there she is said that M She said that to an, uh, MTV uh, a bunch of years ago. Yeah, because she doesn't like showing it. She's uh, never yeah. shown it. Okay, okay. It's It's been photoshopped, but she's never shown her actual belly button. Which is a little weird. Yes. Little bit weird. She doesn't like the way it looks, so she doesn't show it, is what she's saying. I'm seeing a picture of her pulling down, like she's showing it, Steve, in a picture. What's in a fan look? photo. It looks weird? It looks like a normal belly button. The only, I, I'm not, the, the, the only time oh, I've. Oh, no. Oh, that's. What, how do you explain this picture? That's disgusting. It's I in get a play it. normal belly button. I will say, Steed, uh, my sister, uh, Chubstep L, uh, pointed out that um, she, if she doesn't, there's one belly button she does not like, and that is uh, Emily Ratajkowski's belly button she's upset by. That's like um, Megan Fox's thumbs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. People try <laughs> to find one flaw with these very pretty people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you're right. It's, a, it's the same concept. Um, yeah. I did see, okay, yeah, so I see some of these articles. Proof, but well, there is one that says proof that Taylor Swift does have a belly button. Okay, so, okay. I, <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, well, let's move on from the belly button. She is actually um, now working as a deep state agent for the Democrats. <laughs> okay, where's this? Okay. Uh, this is everywhere. This is, this is like, Fox News is pissed about this recently. Okay, so deep, but deep state, I mean, I Fox News well, knows about it. She can't be that deep state. Well, here's the thing. The deep state is getting exposed. The Patriots oh, okay, out okay. there. The okay. Patriots are figuring it out. Okay. And yeah, what's the evidence between this? She's a psyop because she got so popular and now she's swaying the minds of young voters oh. to vote for Joe Biden. The big okay. guy. Well, here the big guy. Well, here's the thing. Uh, this actually came out from... Uh, there's an art. There's something in here from the U.S. government that says, "I'm seeing this." Or it's the thing you're saying here, Steve. But it's saying um, the Pentagon has had to officially deny that Taylor Swift is a secret government asset after mm -hmm. Fox News person personality floated that conspiracy. Yeah, she de they denied it pretty quick to deny it right there. If it was true, why <laughs> would you even respond? Or if it was like, why would you even respond to that? That's that's crazy, right? But no, yeah. they're they're quick jump into the gun. What? Taylor Swift? Come on. Yep. Travis Kelsey's girlfriend? No way. <laughs> yeah. So all I'm saying, she's also got an evil twin in Japan or some shit. She wears gym clothes, <laughs> doesn't exercise. Like there's a lot of stuff going around. All I'm saying <laughs> is before you vote in the next election. Think about why you're voting for that person. Okay. That's a is, fair, you know what? That's a fair is warning. Is Taylor no Swift what. influencing you? Okay. That's a fair, no matter what, right? Who Who's influencing you to do your voting, right? Or is it, are you making your own informed decision? 
she yeah. they claim she's not a deep state uh, agent, but uh, maybe it's unsanctioned. It is. It's well, she's getting paid. We know okay. she's getting paid. <laughs> I think she's fine on money, but yeah, <laughs> I think you, she you needs know, the extra cash. Actually, the weird thing is, Instagram asked me if I was registered to vote. The other I got day. that as well, and I was like, "Go fuck yourself, Instagram, you weirdo." Yeah, yeah. Like, if, send me a letter. U.S. government, if you got something to tell me, don't go on my Instagram and ask me if I want to vote because I'm not doing it. It doesn't matter. Well, uh, Steed, speaking of voting, I actually wanted to go over the Chubstep Awards that we won recently. That's the only thing you got to vote for. That's the only thing you got to vote for. Here's the ones that uh, 2023, let me pull them up here. It's going to take a little bit. Um, <clears throat> Here we go. Are you ready? These are the... Uh, the Chubbies here, some awards that we won. The Chubbies. The Chubbies. Uh, for best olive oil skin. Oh, that goes that's to Steve. Yeah. Steve. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, best that's... olive oil skin, Steed. That's a big honor. Yes. To receive that. Uh, uh, next one here. Best Jaguars fan from Chicago. That goes oh. to me. J-Rap. That goes to you? Yeah. That's shocking. There's, there's, I, no, this is up for debate. Now, if somebody wants to debate this, uh, email showchubstep.podcast at gmail.com. As far as I know, from what the people that voted for this said, I'm the biggest Jacksonville Jaguars fan from Chicago. Hollywood uh, Joe had the chance. No, he's he's old. Joe, Paul's talking about one of our friends, Hollywood Joe. Hollywood Joe... Uh, put money on the Titans to beat the Jaguars when they played a couple oh weeks my, ago. Oh, my, you can't a do that. A true fan would not do that. Do that. You ride so or die I with would, the team. against that. Um, here, here's a big one, Steve. Uh, Steed was awarded the Achievement in Scientific Knowledge. Oh, really? Yeah, for your Steed Swallows uh, uh, segments. The Steed Science segments? Oh, sorry, Steed Science segments. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, well, it, it threw me off. The swallow thing threw me off because you also won an award. Steve Swallows won an award for best use of the word swallow in an Instagram handle. Oh, see, that one makes, that makes sense. I mean, yes. I got to update the bio of Steve Swallows. <laughs> yeah, uh, here's another one we won. Uh, most improved facial hair. I won this one uh, from when I used to have a chin strap. Yeah. Uh, oh, you did have a chin strap before. Yes. And now I mean, that's was... a bold move if you're like a 90s dirtbag that rides... I guess dirt bikes. Yes. Yes. And the, the last one I want here is best knowledge of a Civil War general, later president, by a podcast host in his 30s from Chicago. I'm almost done with my Ulysses S. Grant book. So this one, I'm not going to lie, this wow. one I awarded myself. Um, I am almost done. It's like, you know, 900 pages. I've been reading it forever. Uh, are are we going to get a Ulysses Grant post? I could do a Chubb history maybe on it at some point on Ulysses. Yeah. I'll do one. Yeah, I can do. I mean, like at this point, I'm like so over it. Like I don't know when I ever see his face again. Well, um, correct me if I'm wrong, but he was the president too. Th that's that's what I said by Civil War general, later president. Yeah, oh, okay. Well, that's yeah. Basically, two -term. my He's knowledge. A two -termer. Of him. He's a two-term. I, you know, I always thought that he was on the south side in the Civil War. <laughs> no, quite the. Opposite. I, I always got him mixed up. I always threw quite him in the with the South generals. Because when you think of the Civil War generals, right? Here's yeah. here's my thing. The South has good propaganda. You got Stonewall Jackson. Cool name. You think of him, you're like, that guy was good at war. Really? Yeah. No. He got crushed. Uh, 
Cool name, black, though. Cool name. I think there was a Blackjack something. He might have been on the North. General the, the, Pershing. There was, um, I think, pretty... The consensus pretty much goes that the that the South did have better generals. Uh, yeah, in, exactly. In but um, here's the thing: they all lost. Yeah, they all lost. Turns out they were fighting for the wrong cause, so it, it didn't. It kind of backfired. <laughs> backfired <laughs> and, big time. They also had inferior kind of numbers and weapons and, and railroads, uh, and rail, railroads, yeah, infrastructure big. and all the yeah. different kind of things. Yeah. yeah. Um, but other than, yeah, but they did have other than that, better generals. The generals sucked. Uh, they, the U.S. just had them. Anyway. We'll, get, well that's, that's whole, why I threw Grant, because I knew time. he was a good general. So I'd always he just throw him in with the good southern generals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I was yeah. like, oh, they were all in the south. Interesting president, though, too. You're right. I'll do a trip history on, on Grant. Um, I'm almost done with the book. When I'm done with it, I'll do that. Uh, a trip history nobody asked for, but I think it actually is informative. I think a lot of people don't know anything about him. Um, from Illinois. Illinois. Well, not really from Illinois. He lived here for a few years. but Yeah. Uh, okay, there we go. So those are Chubb Step Awards. Uh, Steed, actually, speaking of Chubb history, I was going to do a Chubb history real quick. Oh, okay. Blood alone moves the wheels of history! Have you ever asked yourselves in an hour of meditation, which everyone finds during the day, how long we have been striving for greatness? Some men just want to watch the world burn. America is the richest, most powerful nation on earth. If America was a woman, America would be a big titty woman. And everybody loves a big titty woman. In less than an hour, aircraft from here will join others from around the world. And you will be launching the largest aerial battle in the history of mankind. Ladies and gentlemen, job history. Please clap. Now, this one is one that I, I've i had on my list to do for probably two and a half, three years. And I just haven't done it. I haven't found the right time. But there is a movie called Ferrari that actually is out now that is very topical to what I'm talking about. So it, it goes, I didn't see, I haven't seen the movie. I will see it at some point. Adam Driver's in it. Penelope Cruz is in it. Patrick Dempsey's in it, Paul. Steed, Patrick Dempsey. I'm googling uh, him. I should know him, right? Uh yes, you should. He, I think, is in Grey's Anatomy. See the main okay, guy in so Grey's Anatomy. What? Yeah, I've, I've never, never seen Grey's, Grey's Anatomy. Anatomy. <laughs> but I'm familiar with who he is. Um, but uh, anyway, I, I think that is following a similar type of time frame to what the story I'm about to the, the story I'm about to. So this is about basically race uh, racing in the 1950s. So. I'm not a racing fan. I don't watch Formula One now. I know people are super into that. So this is less about the actual racing part of it and more just about uh, the craziness that was uh, racing in the 1950s. Mm -hmm. It was just dangerous. The reason this is crazy is because basically it had hit this point in time where they had the technology to make cars really fast, but nobody had really thought about how to make them safe when they're going very fast. So you had these cars going, you know, 150 miles an hour around a turn, but like they didn't think about like banking things enough, <laughs> like they didn't like bank the roads or they didn't like uh, very loose, um, you know, maybe like a chain link fence type thing on the side or like just hay bales, right? Where spectators yeah, well, the hay bales are, hay bales. are a classic thing to stop cars. Oh, classic. I don't thing. think they've ever worked. That's what they do uh, next to highways, right? They just put hay bales there. Yeah. <laughs> With some tires or something. So they had the this, tires is another good one. 
Yeah. Uh, so, and they had these skinny little tires. So if everybody um, looks at old cars, like cars in the fifties and stuff, they had these skinny little tires, which is fine for like straight line traction, like going through snow, that's fine. But when you're talking about, if you look at a, at a Indy car now or Formula One car, they'll be super wide tires because you want to get super good grip on, you want to get as much like basically surface friction as you can, as you're going around these turns and stuff like that. Um, they hadn't thought of that. They hadn't thought of roll cages. They hadn't thought of, uh, you know, they didn't require helmets until 1952. Uh, they didn't have things. And now that like crumple zones, right? Everybody's seen these videos of crash tech things with the cars. You know, some guy gets a crazy accident. He's fine. But all the car like crumples around them. Right. Uh, they also have now in race cars, like a fuel cell, which is kind of like a, a bladder where if it gets punctured, it's not going to just leak gas everywhere and start a fire. They hadn't thought of all these things, right? All these things sound pretty lame to me. And they're pretty, I'm not going to lie, they're pretty, pretty lame. Uh, but yeah. there was a series, so there's kind of two main things that happened in the 50s. I'll start with one because I was starting with Ferrari, but basically a series of Ferrari, um, Ferrari was a big, big into the racing at the time. Enzo Ferrari uh, was kind of running things. And it just a series of Ferrari drivers were dying um in the 50s alone 15 drivers 15 professional drivers like you know formula one type drivers were killed in the 1950s um just to give you in a comparison in the last 24 years there's been five okay and um, i'm assuming they were closer to the 24 years ago yes yeah yeah you're right 100 percent. i mean I ken was, black died there was one remember when ken like black 2017 died. um but like yeah that was the most recent was 2017 but before that a bunch of years but yeah most of those were like closer to 24 years ago but yeah like five compared to 15 just in the 50s right so mm -hmm. um but basically a series of things happened so he had a star driver and so star driver dies in a guy named castellori uh, was killed in an accident in Modena in 1956. Another guy. And then there was a big race called the Mili Miglia. Mm -hmm. And there was a guy named Alfonso de uh, Portago. He had a, him and his co-driver were 21 miles away from the finish line. And then uh, somebody just punctured their tire at 155 miles an hour. Uh -huh. They yeah. flip off the track and end up killing uh, nine people. Oh, uh, crazily, it was by the car way the car flipped. It was not the people standing right next to the road, but people standing actually further back in what you would think would be a safer zone. Uh. Uh, they ended up blaming it on um, what they like the little things that flip up the little reflectors that flip up. They said that's what punctured the tire. Hard to really know what the reality was. Uh, then they had another guy die in 1958 uh, doing a race, and then another guy died. In Nuburing, uh, oh, the Nuburing, Nuburing, in 1958 as well. So much death was going on with the Ferrari racing team that Enzo Ferrari ends up getting brought up on manslaughter charges. That's how Ugh, crazy that's this was. Yeah, yeah, that's not a good look for your car company. No, and now <laughs> he did not get the charges on a good drop. He, you know, he didn't uh, get arrested. But it's very likely that had he got arrested. Uh, Ferrari would not be around today. Like if this guy was kind of running things, yeah. um, it would have been point. a really bad look to have, you know, the CEO get arrested for killing those people. Yeah. So <laughs> this, this all culminated also in 1955, there was a Le Mans disaster. So the 24 hour Le Mans 
is a big race. Uh, people that have seen that Ford for Ford versus Ferrari, I believe, is also featuring uh, this twenty-four hour Le Mans. It's, it's a race that goes for literally twenty-four hours straight. That's it's too been long. going on forever. They switch out drivers and stuff. That's it's still too long. Um, so this was a. I'm going to show you this video, Steve. It's a little crazy. They actually have video of what happened here, but there was. I'll just give you a little background of what happened here. So basically, there was as Jaguar. There was an Austin Healey, which really isn't even around anymore, and then a Mercedes-Benz. The Mercedes-Benz was the fastest of these cars. Um, this Mercedes-Benz, basically one of the cars was trying to like get into the... He was trying to like quickly pull over to go into the pit, and he was kind of like kind of bumping to the side. This guy is going around to the left. Like the guy is... One guy is pulling to the right to go into the pit. The guy like doesn't, you know, kind of gets cut off, goes around to the left, as this Mercedes is blowing past both these cars. Mm. So the Mercedes ends up hitting the guy that's going to the left and flipping into the crowd. Ooh. And I'm going to show you this crazy video because this is a, they have this uh, footage is pretty insane. Um, right, oh, uh, look at the classic guys. Look at can you go. see this, dude? Yeah. Okay. Oh, 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 oh my God. Yeah, this is really bad. So for those that can't see what's going on, so basically this car ends up getting hit from behind and the one the Mercedes car ends up just flying into the stands. Of course this it, happens it turns like into like a cannonball. Yes. And just into the crowd. Yeah. So Except this it's is a car sized cannonball. Yeah. And yeah, as you can see, just flames and stuff everywhere. So this was so crazy. What happened here? Oh, God, 84 people died. Yeah, yeah, well, here's my notes, yeah. So, the, obviously, the driver died. Um, 80, yeah, 83 spectators died, and 120 more were hurt. How crazy is that? Like, you were you were more and more dangerous sitting in the stands in that event than actually racing the cars. Yeah, they should have at least they, had they, the hay bale wall. So, they, it's like I said, it was just this weird time in history where they're just like, hey, we can jack, you know, just go as fast as you can, do whatever. And that, but they were nobody was thinking about like, hey, what about like when what if this they kind crash? Of stuff happens? Yeah, what if they crash? If they crash, will the car go into the crowd that is four yeah. feet away? So he was going 125 miles an hour, and the car just basically yeah blow, went into flames, shot into the stands. That many people died. Yeah, you know, like all the pieces were all over the place. What's crazy is that they tried continuing the race. Oh, you got to keep going. Well, part of it was like they knew they needed to get the ambulances in there. And if they tried shutting it down and everybody left, then they would have all the roads closed up. Like er like the roads would be so backed up with everybody trying to frantically leave. I don't know how successful this was, but their goal was. So to their continue. plan was to keep racing. That way, the spectators would be like, oh, it's it's fine. Yeah, I don't really know what that rationale <laughs> oh, is. My but wife I know just that's got her head taken off. But yeah, I mean, these other guys are still racing. It's wild. It's wild. So. Uh, and th what the result of this was that uh, Switzerland actually s did not allow, which I, Switzerland, I'm not really sure how they were involved, but I think they just, from just the aftermath of this whole thing, a nationwide ban on motorsports that lasted until 2022. Wow. Mercedes, who was at obviously the car that shot in the crowd, did not do professional racing for 30 years after this. Oh my gosh. So that's crazy. Pretty wild. Uh, crazy time in history stuff that goes on but um well that's pretty bad pr 
it's terrible PR. And and I I had heard uh, one rumor that I'd heard was that um, Mercedes. So they had a French driver. Mercedes had this French driver. Oh, it's Mercedes, obviously a German company. And this is post World War Two, right? This is within ten years of World War Two ending. Mm-hmm. And uh, they were trying to like <clears throat> show that they had, you know, like trying to like make amends type of stuff. Like, hey, let's you know, hey, we're part of Europe now. We're not Nazis anymore. Hey, we're not those guys anymore. They had this French guy driving, which I think uh, he might have been a little underqualified for for that. Oh, that okay, so that was a PR move. Yeah. Hey, so their sorry PR about move the was whole to like, hey, invasion. Invasion. We're in a French driver, that kind of thing. I, I'm mean, that's it wasn't confirmed in many things I was saying, but I heard that in one one of the things I was listening to. So anyway, kind of just a crazy, you know, Chubb history is a little sad one, obviously not like a positive time in Chubb history, but the positive thing is they've done a crazy amount of things to um to make the cars safer. Yeah. Uh, but just think of one time how dangerous it was just to be in this. Never again. Never has there ever been a sport where you're just in danger in the crowd. Yeah, I mean, the worst is like one guy gets hit with a baseball or something. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Not 80 people killed. Uh, yeah, I yeah. I took a baseball to the hand. Yeah. And a football to the hand. Drop yeah. both of them. Yeah, I remember I was with you with the football hit your hand. Yeah, that was embarrassing. That was at an arena football game. I got booed. I got booed big time. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What's something we get to here, Steve? Um, Jay, I want to talk swing countries for World War III because it's it's going to happen. We must stop the terror. I call upon all nations to do everything they can to stop these terrorist killers. Thank, Thank you. you. Now watch this drive. Okay, swing countries. You like who teams up on who's teaming up? Yeah, but you know, obviously, you got your big guys. You got like so the big players. We got. The U.S. and basically all of Europe and Canada, and we could probably convince Mexico. I'm not sure about South America though. Versus China and Russia, basically, mm-hmm. and some Middle Eastern guys. I'm in love with the Chinese chick. Okay, is this uh? <laughs> so you were in the army. This would obviously be bad for you, right? Do you get called up if there was actual war? Uh, if there was World War Three, I'd probably receive a phone call. Okay, yeah, at some <laughs> point you'd get a call. So this would be yeah. bad for you, and this would be bad for everybody. And so you you thought you were just you're just mapping it out what the teams would be. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out teams. We've got South Korea, but they counter with an easy North Korea. Oh, I see. Yes. So we've got some swing swing countries in here, uh, such as the Vatican City. Oh, okay. Yes. Vatican City. So I would say, I think that's, you know what, Seed, I know what you're saying here. I like the concept of Vatican City. I, I think there's not very many Catholics in China or in Russia. So I think Vatican City would be on Team America. Well, uh, Jay, the Vatican City has an army of 110 people. I'm just saying, I think they'd side with the allied. The You think the they'd side guys. with us? Yeah. All right, good. We need those 100 guys. Yeah. Um, yep. That's good. Uh, okay, here's another one. This is our third Switzerland mention in the past two two weeks. Okay. Switzerland. Aren't they normally neutral? They are. See, that's the thing. They are norm, uh, normally neutral. You thought that but was they're joining it. NATO. Okay. And Russia's um, pissed about that. They're like super pissed. Oh. Or is that Sweden? I don't know. 
Maybe it's Sweden because I, I thought Switzerland kind of stayed out of everything. But well, Switzerland is going to do it. They have a hundred thousand army guys, okay. and they're ready to use them. Okay, good. Okay, now here's a rogue one. Um, the country of Costa Rica. Now Costa Rica disbanded its army in 1949. Okay. Yep. Yep. So they're not going to be much help. But they're not going to be much help. But do you really want the Costa Ricans fighting? They could sneak in. They could sneak yeah. up, back up on I, us. Th- the reason I think Costa Rica would be on also the good side is because uh, of the amount of uh, tr- uh, tourism. For what if Russia Russian billionaires America? are just going to Costa Rica? I think they would go somewhere closer. I think they'd go somewhere closer. Kind of like you're saying, kind of like the not- the Nazis in Argentina, that whole thing that happened in World War II. Um that's why I don't trust the whole area of South America because the Nazis could still be down there plotting. That's true. I would say unlikely. Russian citizens don't need a tourist visa when going to Costa Rica. Wow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's an interesting one. From I Russia say... to Costa Rica, this is a blessed country. They're in there. Okay, I'll give you that they one. Those can go on the bad guy side. The Costa Rica is a bad guy. I sure. I think they're going bad guy. Okay. Where'd my other graph go? I had a lot of graphs. <laughs> graphs for this? Yeah, I had some graphs. This one shows me the whole population. It's really fun. And I'm, I think that's my other big draft day. We take Cuba and Vietnam. We lose Costa Rica. Okay. And Switzerland is our, like... Ugh. Wild card. Wild card. Get them in there. Okay. Ski down the mountain. And it should be over in two weeks when the nukes go off and we all die so perfect <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah exactly that's that's the way to work what was it uh albert einstein right they have the line of like i don't know what uh weapons world war three will be fought with but world war four will be fought with sticks and stones yeah 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 and i'm sharpening my sticks i'm already ahead of the game oh good and you've got your yeah. stones from your fossils i got a slingshot You've got your fossils, your extra, your ones that are kind of like those are my fossils. special stones. Those well, are those, yeah. I mean, I'm saying the ones that d- turned out not to be good fossils. You can I those. threw them in the garbage. Oh, okay. See, yeah. that was your mistake. That's your first mistake. I Don't got fish tank. I got fish tank rocks actually. So no, there you go. Lots I got a decent supply. and in my fish tank food supply. Yeah. yeah. So they're pretty. Yeah, small. you're right. You're you're cultivating your own food supply. Yeah, I, I got to go get some tilapia or something from the great. store. Great bites, I'm sure. <laughs> They'll be tasty. They'll be tasty. Oh my god. All right. Uh email the show chubstep.podcast at gmail.com. Uh Steed Swallows on Instagram. Yep. Um yeah. Chubstep Podcast. Be on the lookout for TikTok. Be looking for TikTok and YouTube. Yeah, check us out on YouTube if you haven't done that. Um yeah, a leave different. us a comment. Leave us, yeah, we like likes and comments. I mean, like whatever. But I don't mean, make it mean. Yeah, please try to be positive, Steve. Because I don't, Steve I don't like sensitive. the mean comments. He doesn't and... like. He can't handle negativity, so please just. Uh, it's try to be it's nice. really bad. Yeah, um, but not a lot of people watch our show on YouTube, but uh, it's fun. I think it gets fun. Yeah, watch the Steed Show on YouTube if you want Steve, a good if one. You, if you're, God, the Steed Show is. I will say for those that were, you know, we've talked a lot about the Steed Show episode. That's number four twenty-seven. It makes a little more sense if you watch it on YouTube. If you see the video. <laughs> I would say it, behind it. It makes so much more sense. Yeah. Because there's a lot of breaks where you're just hearing techno music and me like grunting. 
but really I'm dancing. I'm doing some pretty cool dance moves out there. Yeah. Um, you know, bank, we got DJ big money banks, just ripping the things. Uh, Pat was drinking hard mountain dues. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it, it, that was wild. We got to do another one of those. Yeah, we'll do another seed show coming up also. Agreed. All right. Uh, it says every Thursday, the show has ended. Be gone. Now you know you got to go. Peace. This is Yasin.